This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're not starting from the ground up. You know, they know what we expect, and we bring in guys that are, you know, I've said it before, that believe in what we believe in. They love ball. They love to compete. And I just feel like we're a year ahead. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Tuesday. We'll give you our lightning bets in about 20 minutes for a place for tonight. But we wanted to throw this out because I think it's interesting. We're really close to the start of the season now, uh, just a little over two weeks away. And we've been talking win totals and teams we like. Teams were fading this year. So we saw the Beck UL model. And often the, the model has different projections than the sports books. The, the model is going to spit out what it spits out. And sports books are going to have – uh, the lines where they are. So we thought, let's let's look at the Beckhill model, where they project some teams, whether we agree or disagree with the model. So where do we want to start here? I mean, there's six teams um, that there's a full game difference, at least on the over, let's, right? So let's do the game and a half go? one. You want to do the game okay. and a half differences? Um, I And I think this is a good exercise because we're human, and whether we like it or not, the, the idea of groupthink happens. It just happens. You start hearing the same opinions, and some people start to take on that opinion. And the great thing about, you know, modelers and just following the numbers, like guests like Ed Fang, is they stick by their numbers. So that's what they trust. And a lot of this bias is, is not carried into it. So it's always interesting uh, when the, what the computers are saying versus what a lot of the humans are saying. So, right, there are two teams that have win totals that uh, the BetQL model is off by one and a half, and that's that's the high end, right? So if you trust the model, that would suggest that there is a betting opportunity. Uh, one of the two teams, I have an opinion, and I think most of us on the show have one. First off, Carolina Panthers. The BetQL projection is off by a full win and a half, the win total is six and a half, but the Becchio model is saying they win five games. Five games. So of the two teams we're going to talk about that the model disagrees mm-hmm. by a giant margin, right, the, the one and a half win total, I disagree mm-hmm. with the model on this one. I do not believe Carolina mm-hmm. is that bad. I, I think with competence at quarterback, and I think Baker Mayfield could be competent. He could be the 20th or 21st best quarterback, whatever, 23rd best quarterback. I think they can be competitive. That division is not good. They have the Falcons twice. I don't believe in the Saints that much. I don't know why they couldn't split with the Saints. I mean, I think there's some wins there for them. I They strike me. I, I would put their number at six and a half. Like, I, I think the books are right. I think they could win seven or eight and, and not be terrible. I, I don't think their five went bad. Mm. I think they could be. They could be. I agree with your, your point, though. 
I would never bet over six and a half. I'll say that. <laughs> Non-divisions that are winnable for them, I don't see many. Detroit, Pittsburgh late winnable. in the season, winnable. But that's it. I mean, okay, you start with Cleveland. I don't we'll, – we'll find out. The, the Giants game. The Giants game in week two. But after that uh, – It's a really got, tough uh, schedule. It is. Oof. Look at this. I'm looking at it right now. I don't know five. how they get three wins even. Well, um, it's weeks, weeks five to defense. seven, they've got the Niners, Rams, and Bucks Difficult. in a row. But yeah. I don't know they if any Bengals, team in the NFL – Baltimore, I don't know if any team Denver? in the NFL will have – have a Joe bigger G, improvement no. at quarterback. They may have the biggest jump from last year to, the, to this year in quarterback play. Their overall quarterback numbers last year, 58% completion, 14 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, 6.0 yards per attempt. I mean, they could run one of us out there and we could do that. I mean, their quarterback play last year was awful. So if Baker is just okay, aren't they in a lot of games? They have some players on offense. So I assume that part of your Their premise is that the Falcons ridiculous. are much worse. Yeah, the Falcons are but you're worse. saying the Fal Falcons are much worse. So if you're in third place, you're probably not going to be at five. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the the good thing o that helps them is they play the six. Falcons twice. I mean, that's going to help them get a couple wins. Also, you're right, Joe, about the schedule and Aaron about the schedule. But their first four games, home against the Browns with Jacoby Brissett, they play the Giants mm. in week two, they host the Saints and Jameis Winston in week three, and they host the Cardinals in week four. It's not out of the question. They get off to a decent start and, and have But after three that, wins. I know. It could it be turns. a free fall. <laughs> it turns. So, But I'm against the model on the Panthers. I, I'm, I'm pro Panther. Okay. The only okay. games they might win the rest of the season are the two Falcons games and the Seattle game. Other than that, it's going to be tough for them. You need a two and two start. Two and two yes. in the first month to have a I, shot. I do. Yep. But you would not bet over six and a half, right? You agree? I'm, I'll probably stay away from it, but I, I'd yeah. rather bet the over than the under. I, I would rather bet the over than the under. If I had to the other up. one with a a margin of a win and a half, win total versus the model. I agree with the bed kill model on this one. Titans win totals nine and a half. The model says eight victories below five hundred team. Hundred percent agree, right? Yes. Yes. How are they going to replace AJ Brown? I mean, Robert Woods might be ready for the start of the season, but they're going to be a mess and. I don't know what how Derrick Henry, King Henry, how much does he have left? We we saw injuries last year. This is what happens. Yeah. How many great years does he have left? I don't know that he can put a full one together anymore. Uh, they have a strong offensive line. They always do. Good head coach. I trust Vrabel, but too many things are are going against them. There are very winnable games on their schedule. That's the nature of being in that division. But I I just AJ Brown was everything to that offense. It was target after target after target and just removing him. I, I don't have a whole lot of trust there. Can I give you their uh, wide receiving group right now? Robert Woods, mm -hmm. you said is not fully healthy. Okay. Traylon mm -hmm. Burks rookie. And we're not sure how good he'll be as a rookie. Um, Nick Westbrook, who's not great. 
this so this is the depth beyond their top three that we don't even think is that good anyway. These are the players' names. Kyle Phillips, Des Fitzpatrick, Racy McCath, Cody Hollister, Mason Kinsey, Reggie Robertson Jr. I could have made up half those names. You wouldn't have known. That's a bad group of depth. No, I didn't. I, I almost <laughs> threw in uh, Michael Jenkins to see if you picked up on it, but I, I this, they don't have they don't have much. I think they're headed. I would for have the been on. I would have been on to you if you would have said the donkster. <laughs> the donkster went against Jenks this morning. You believe that? Really? Straight up. Yes. Sox Orioles total. I can't wait to see what happens. Is it going to be the donkster winning or Jenks? I think this should be a regular segment during NFL season. The donkster <laughs> versus Jenks. We, we charted at the end of the season. It was better. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, are, are we three for three on this? Are we fading the Titans this season? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, I agree. I agree. So, and then we have a bunch of where, where the model's lower on teams, right? Is that right, Joe G? Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, so, um, well, there's there's both sides of it. There's There's some teams that the projection is higher than the win total. Like the and Cardinals. And there's some that... Like the Cardinals, right? We we could go to them. The Cardinals are at eight and a half, and the model has them for nine and a half. I, my, I mean, I just looked at their schedule. I mean, they might have seven wins. I don't know. I think it could be in the seven to ten range. Lucky if they get to ten, but I don't. I would look under if I'm going to bet anything on the Cardinals. They have a tough schedule so- too. Yeah, let me run through the other ones, and then, Joe, pick out one. you Because Aaron thinks the Cardinals one is interesting. I, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me th- run through the other ones and tell me which one hits you here. So the, here are five other teams, the models, a game over the consensus in the market. Falcons, they have at five and a half. The market has four and a half. Bengals, they have a ten and a half. Market nine and a half. Colts, ten and a half. Market nine and a half. Jets, model says six and a half. Market says five and a half. And the Seahawks, same thing. Model says six and a half. Market says five and a half. Which one hits you there is one you agree with or you're like, no. Strong agree on one of them. And they have a very good coaching staff. They lose the defensive coordinator to be a head coach elsewhere, but the Indianapolis Colts. Colts. Over nine and a half, 100%. And yeah, they have it projected at 10 and a half. Love this one. I think they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. They have the easiest path. They're going to be in a good spot winning that division. And we'll see where they are as far as records in the AFC. But you know the path is there for the Colts. Massive up- upgrade at quarterback. I, the, the one question for me with the Colts always goes back to wide receivers. And they're drafting receivers high every single year. They haven't hit on a big one yet, but they're going to lean on that run game. What, what I really liked hearing, this was a couple of weeks ago, and I, and I already had this opinion of the Colts, but it felt made me feel stronger about it, is my one hesitation was this team is, in 2022, can a team that is run heavy, can a run heavy team win the Super Bowl? And I wasn't so sure. And Reich was saying, he's like, look, we're going to have to pass to win. We understand that. And that's why they made the big upgrade with Matt Ryan. They still think there's plenty in the tank with him. Uh, I loved hearing that, and I had the opinion beforehand. Strong agree on Colts over 9.5. Outside of an, an injury to Matt Ryan, I don't see how this team is worse than 10-7. and seven. I agree. Yeah. 
I love the Colts. I mean, I, I think they're a dark horse to win the Super Bowl. I, I, I like them a lot. It's interesting you mentioned that about Reich. Doesn't it feel like two teams that ran the ball to nine wins last year, the Eagles and the Colts, both recognized that and they went about it differently, right? The Colts upgraded the quarterback. The Eagles put a new receiver. They added A.J. Brown to help Jalen Hurts throw it better so they can be a more functional offense. But I think both those teams were like, hey, we can win nine games running the ball, but we need to throw it more if we're going to go win the Super Bowl. All right, so those are the the one win higher in the market. Um, and here's mm-hmm. the, here are the unders. This is interesting. There's a couple in here. Actually, if maybe three in here I think we may disagree with. So here are the, the teams they have at least one game under the model versus the market. They have the Ravens, a win under the model. I mean, a win under the market. They have them at nine and a half. Saints, they have it seven and a half. Giants, six and a half. Steelers, six and a half. Rams, nine and a half. Washington, seven and a half. All of those, yeah. one under consensus. So I would disagree with the Ravens. And I would disagree with the Steelers. I, I, I sense, I mean, I know there's some red flags of the Steelers. Offensive line, the quarterback's going to be, they've got to figure that out. But I can't bet a Mike Tomlin team six and a half. Hell no. No. I think I did. Okay, you listed off six. I think I disagree with four of them, which has me questioning things. So the Rams one, I understand, but am I going to go to the window and bet under 10 and a half? I'm not sure. They have one of the toughest schedules. Uh, Everything fell right for them last year. I understand it. I'm not, I, I wouldn't argue that one at all. Aaron, what do you think about Washington? They have that a full game. I love it. Thank you, BetQL. <laughs> Finally. I was happy to see that. I mean, come on. Washington getting nine wins. I get it. They have one of the easiest schedules, but yeah, I, I agree with the BetQL model on this one. I think they could be a disaster. I do too. That just I, Antonio Gibson's playing special teams. Ron Rivera says he needs to run harder. I'm watching Carson Let's Wentz go. run around circles in the backfield. Washington's going to be. They already a- fired a coach during training camp. Like, it's, it's bad. Jack Del Rio talking strange. about dust stops. I mean, that's uh, Chase Young was just put on the pup list, by the way, just a few minutes ago. They officially put him on the PUP list. So missed the first four games. It could get ugly in Washington. Yeah. All right. Ravens to go under? No, right? No. Disagree. Yeah. We're all high on the Saints. Ravens here. Okay. They're going under on the Panthers. They're going under on the Saints, too. But they are higher they, on the Falcons. Higher on the, the Falcons. They, Yeah, they think the Falcons are a win better. I, and I don't the like Jets. the Saints as much. I don't as agree with them being higher on the Jets, too. Their, te- their schedule is tough. We've got quarterback questions. I don't know. Maybe I'm just angry about last night still. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Felipe the Giants Franks, one. what are we doing? The Giants one is interesting because wouldn't you think that you have to kind of correlate the Giants and the Washington? Like one of those feels like yeah. the third place team. If one goes belly up, the other one should get an extra win in, in the mix. Yeah, and there's and there's no mention of the Cowboys or the Eagles on here. So you would think if you're down on both the Giants and the Commanders that you'd be higher on at least one of the other yeah, teams, yeah. which the which the model is not. You know, the Giants one, I'm kind of as we get closer to the season, I'm not as strong on the Giants over, but I do disagree with the, the Ravens under. 
I would go over on that number, even though it's a high one. Uh, I'd go over on the Saints and, and the Steelers, too. The Steelers, you know, with Tomlin and the way he coaches that team up and the defense, questions at quarterback, I certainly understand it. But I think they're going to be putting those guys in a position to succeed. I do agree with the Saints fade, but I wouldn't – I don't think they're seven and a half. I just would rather take the under on the eight and a half rather than think they're going to live with seven games. So you think there's going to be three sub-500 teams in that division? Yeah, I think it's a bad division. I, I do. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't like that division at all. Joe Ojo, Jaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.